right, so we're here with Danielle Levine. Joe Durso. And Jennifer Spath. Here to talk about Committee Week. So, Jen, for those that don't know, will you tell us what Community Week is? Sure. So, in the weeks before session starts in January, uh, all of our legislators get together in Tallahassee and basically convene and talk about what bills are upcoming. Um, They try to educate themselves on everything that either comes before them or the bills that they're sponsoring, and it gives us an opportunity to meet with them one-on-one when they're not quite so busy to get some real um, quality time with them. So let's talk about how the meetings that you had went. How was committee week for you? It was fun. Uh, Like I said, it's not as formal and as stiff, I guess, as a legislative session can be. And uh, so I met with all of our local delegation. I actually kept, I had to keep a running tab. So I met with Senator Stewart. Uh, I met with Senator Albritton's office. I met with Representative Smith, um, Senator Rusin, uh, Representative Plakin, Senator Bracey. I got to meet with Secretary Popple for a minute, which <laughs> was <busy>. amazing. <laughs> um, He's a really nice guy. Um, for those of you who don't know, he is the secretary of the uh, Department of Children and Families. And I met with Michael Wickersheim, who is the, I guess his formal title is the activist or advocacy member for DCF. So it was a good time. And so the main purpose was going ahead and just meeting with them to talk through the different legislative priorities that we have to provide additional information, right? Yes. So a lot of the times um, a bill will come up in their committee and they may not be as well versed on it as we would like for them to be. So I got some good one-on-one time with their staffers and their staffers can really do a good job educating the legislators uh, basically on what we want. Do you feel good about the meetings that you had or kind of like? I think it was great. I think it was great. Um, it gives us an opportunity for, like I said, us to present our issues, but also for them to ask questions uh, and give feedback. What are some of the most common questions that you had about the priorities that we have this year? Almost everybody is worried about how it's going to impact either taxpayers mm. or their constituents financially. Right. But most of the things that we're asking for are either we're wanting uh, money for a rapid rehousing project, Mm -hmm. which you can't really argue with because it's a wonderful thing for all of their constituents. So even if it does cost them money, it's got amazing rewards. And for those that don't know, rapid rehousing is when you are working with our homelessness population that the focus is putting them into housing first and then focusing on all of the other stuff and not letting that be an obstacle, for example, not requiring them to sign up for a treatment plan before you uh, help them find shelter because it's very hard to focus on, you know, those farther things down the road when your basic needs aren't being met. Exactly. I think it's I think that's probably one of the projects that I'm the most proud of this year because I really think that it, it's going to be just it's I don't know. It's something that we can really do close to home and it's something that we're going to be able to see visually. A lot of the things that we do you don't get to see because it's changes in statute, mm-hmm. but these are things that you can actually physically see a family being housed and helped and that's pretty. That's pretty. That's I think the fun part of our job. So especially when you look at Seminole County and the fact that people don't know, which is having the highest rate of child homelessness in the whole country. And so being able to, while Pathways to Home serves Orange, Osceola, and Seminole, serving 20 additional families, that really does make an impact on those that are in our community. Especially, It does. It absolutely does. And one of the things, too, that's great about uh, Committee Week is if 
you and I are having this conversation, but it's very informal. And so I had somebody from Polk County come in and they overheard our conversation about the Pathways Project. And mm-hmm. they were like, what is that? We need that in Polk County. So it's... Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's neat. Um, so hopefully we can we can have some real success with Pathways and maybe we can just spread it to the rest of the state and maybe the country someday. Who yeah, knows? yeah, yeah. So are there any moments that kind of stand out to you just from Tallahassee last week? Uh, meeting Secretary Popple was really neat. Uh, because he's somebody who you hear of or you see in the newspaper, right? Like he's like a celebrity, kind of. (laughs) So I was getting coffee um, before my first meeting in the morning, and he just walked in, and uh, the guy behind the counter said, I have a coffee order for Chad. I'm like, hmm. And I turned around, and there he was. So (laughs) I just took my moment to introduce myself. Like, all right, coffee guy, first name basis we see. Chad. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, that was really cool. But he had... um, amazing things to say about all the work that we're doing and he was really looking forward to getting to know more about us and our cause in the future so that was cool yeah so it sounds like everything went pretty smooth for the most part and we're right on track for where we want to be this time of year I think so I would I would tend to agree with that and I think that we're going to hit the ground running in January and um yeah I'm excited it's gonna be good it's gonna be a good year 2020 is gonna be a good year I feel like that, too. Yeah. Someone was like, 2020 is the visionary year. Because, you know, like the whole, like, eye chart thing. Yeah. And so I kind of, like, really internalized that. And I feel like we just have some really great things coming. I agree. I think also I found out that, like, every huge holiday is on a weekend or something. Oh. Yeah. The Lord loves us. It's going to be good. It's all good. <laughs> Based off of the meetings that you had, is there thing, do you think that there's anything that our team can best do to prepare for the legislative session that's starting in a couple of weeks? Again, it's just educating. The biggest thing, the biggest problem that I think um, individuals who try to advocate or even work in the child welfare system is that people don't know that there's a problem, right, unless they are educated about it. So um, keys to independence was something that we were working on a few years ago, and people, it never occurred to anybody, let alone a legislator, that there wasn't someone to help teach these kids how to drive, mm. right? But mm-hmm. then when you explain it to them, a light right. bulb goes off, and they're like, of course we would fund that. Of course that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Of course we'll support that. So it's just keeping the conversation alive, um, which, you know, we're all good at anyway. We all like to talk. I've never been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> so now I think just keeping the conversation alive, networking, um, and not being afraid to speak up and speak out. That's it. So- do you have any advice on how people can help us advocate while we're going into the session? Like, what can someone who's listening do to help push these things along? So, obviously, reaching out to whoever uh, your local legislator is. You can find all of that information out online because everything is online. Um, but if you go to either the state senate website or the state uh House of Representatives website, you can type in your zip code and it pops up who your local uh, delegation is. So calling them, saying, hey, I really support House bill, whatever, which I'm sure we'll get into more detail later. Um, I'll go ahead and make sure that the bills are outlined in the description of this episode so you can see what we're aiming for. It's important to really reach out to uh, your local elected official because um, we we put them there. We voted for them and they're Mm -hmm. there to advocate on behalf of us and our issues and what's important to us. And so don't forget that. Don't be intimidated to call and speak to their staff members. That's what they're there for. Yeah, I mean, people don't know what matters to their constituents unless their constituents are willing to tell them. And that's the whole reason that they're there. Exactly, exactly. And um, obviously, share the podcast, spread the word, give us likes, go to our... um, I think we're on everything, right? We're on Instagram, so all social media. Yeah, 
Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are Future Effect FL. Make sure to like us, share our posts. If you like this podcast, give us a five-star rating and tell your friends because that is the best way to get the word out to help our kids and families. So I forgot to mention, too, which he definitely deserves a shout-out, is Senator Bean, Aaron Bean. He's up in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he took on as our Senate sponsor for appropriations requests for Pathways. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, he's amazing. If you ever get a chance to hear him speak publicly or even just bend his ear for five minutes, like, he is the most energetic, fun, like, he just brings joy to life. He's amazing. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's remarkably positive about everything. Everything. (laughs) All the time. That is just like the perfect cup of coffee. Yeah, he is just... Isn't he the one that starts those meetings? Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, what does he do? He's great. He's just like, hey, uh, we're here today. We're going to talk about uh, child welfare. Uh, Everyone get excited. Um, you know, we got some great professionals and some some wonderful kids in the audience, and we're we're just so proud to be here. Doing That's the people's awesome. Work. I mean, he's just so he's so po- like he's so positive about everything that the legislature does, um, and he's just he's really great to work with, and he is a, a genuine advocate for kids. Like yeah. this guy, really believes in the mission, really believes that the government has a responsibility to these kids, and um, to you know, uh, he he really embodies everything that we look for in. Uh, good elected officials. Like, he really does fight the good fight. So He is, like, as American great. as apple pie. Yeah, he's great. He really is great. He's great. We're, we're big fans of his. He's great. And so he's Jacksonville, he said. Yes. And so then we have our house sponsor, which is Representative David Smith, mm-hmm. and he is here yeah. in Central Florida in Seminole right. County. Yeah, and he's another one. He's 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 been fighting for us now. He He's a freshman, and this is only his second legislative session, and he's another one who steps right up and didn't hesitate, called us right after the first session when we, when things didn't necessarily go our way last year and said, what can I do? What, how, how do I help you? How do we get this back on track? How do, how do we go? And he he started fighting for it right away, and now uh, the Pathways bill that uh, uh, Jen is up in Tallahassee working on um, uh, went through its first committee and is in really good position to hopefully be included in the state budget, which will help us serve another 20, 25 families. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's really... It's very positive, and, and uh, I mean, we, we've been blessed with with some really good support from legislators. Yeah, he's really great. amazing things. He even so, came to people. pack those Thanksgiving baskets for us, yeah, for our families right, that yeah. are affected by homelessness. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's another one who's a, a, like a genuine embodiment of a, a true public servant. Uh, he, he was a United States Marine. He was a colonel in the Marine Corps. Um, you know, he, he didn't have to do this. He yeah. chose to do this. He wanted to serve. Uh, in public office, and he's you know he he's another example of, of a really good uh, elected official who walks the walk and talks the talk. And he does he right he he doesn't just sit up in the high tower in Tallahassee. He gets out mm-hmm. um, in the community. So he came to the mm-hmm. Thanksgiving function, yeah. but he also came out to the Cars for Kids giveaway. With, oh, I forgot about that. With Reed Nissan, mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't just like a photo op for him. Like he legitimately pulled each one of them aside and said you're amazing like you are a success story and whatever i can do to help you how this is my card this is my cell phone number you call me he literally told yeah one of the young women hey if you need help learning how to change a tire let me know i'm happy to come over and help you out and who would ever think you know when we think of our elected officials that they are that about just helping the people that are in their community and really making a difference at the small level and it's not a Hey, I'm doing this just for kudos. It's like, no, we're doing this out of the goodness of our hearts. Exactly. And the only reason that I heard him say that was because I happened to be standing nearby. Mm-hmm. But he didn't make a show of it. It yeah. was literally just a conversation between him and her. And that's just, it's it's very cool. It's nice to see that there are just some good, genuine, salt-of-the-earth 
people that represent us. Well, Senator Bean, Representative Smith, if you all hear this, which we hope you do, uh, we really appreciate your support and thank you guys so much for all the hard work you're doing for our kids and families. Well, all right, guys, what we do today will make a brighter future for tomorrow. This is the Future Effect. See you next time. Mm-hmm.